Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. Good morning, Jane. How's it going, Jane? Oh, couldn't be better. Hi, Tiger. Oh, you beautiful thing. You you took your pretty pills again, I see. Yeah? Good morning, Paul. Thank goodness, but I guess it all came Later, Jackson, later. A fleet deal, Jane. A fleet deal. Oh, well, you interest me strangely. Give me five minutes to unpack my brains, and I'll be right out. Oh. 8.05. You're five minutes tardy, Mr. Sable. Brink, how did... how did Your private entrance. I don't remember giving you a key. Oh, you didn't. Oh, uh, well, uh... But since we became, uh, business partners, I thought I was entitled. So you had one of your boys make a key. Now, that's a lot of nerve, Brink. And a hundred thousand is a lot of money. That's what you owe us. Well, you don't have to remind me. Oh, yes, I do. How are you going to raise it? By selling cars. Well, you know, I'm in the car business. Ah, so you are. And if you want to stay in business, you'll have our money ready by the end of the week. Oh, now, well, now look, Brink, you know, things have been going kind of slow. Oh, sure, and I, sure, I, Paul, uh, I understand. In fact, that's why I dropped in this morning. I wanted to give you a hand. Oh, uh, give, what, do, what do you mean, uh, a hand? Uh, well, uh, an alternative. Something you might not have thought of. Tell your girl you'll be tied up for half an hour, Paul. I don't want any interruptions. <laughs> Tonight, Crisis introduces you to Paul Sable, a man who knows what a grape feels like in a wine press, or an orange as it's about to be juiced. Paul Sable is a big-time businessman, an automobile dealer, who is learning to his sorrow that when a debt comes due, it has to be paid, especially if the creditor carries a gun. In just a minute... Eddie Bracken stars in a suspenseful yarn about a man who's trapped like a fly in a spider web. The harder he struggles, 
the tighter he's caught. Stay with us now as Crisis presents The Squeeze. Mr. Eddie Bracken stars in Act One of The Squeeze. Oh, what do you mean, uh, an alternative? All right. Last year, your dealership needed a hundred grand pretty bad, right? Right, right. Uh, uh, but you couldn't get the banks to touch you, or the Small Business Administration. So who came to the rescue? Well, you did. You know, the, the syndicate. Right. And now you tell me you can't raise it? Well, yeah. Well, well you know how things have been. Oh, sure. Uh, sure, Paul. Uh, that's why I figure you deserve a little more help. Oh, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, what uh, what can I do? Kill your partner. You kidding? I never kid. Kid? Kill him? Why? You and this guy Merriweather took out insurance policies on each other, didn't uh, you? Yeah. All right. So if either one of you died, there'd be plenty of capital to keep the wheels rolling. Oh, well, that's just ordinarily a good business practice, and, oh, I, and I... Of course, of course it is. How much is Merriweather insured for? Well, uh, uh, 250000 Ah, there, you see? It's simple. Simple? Now, how can you sit there grinning at me and talk about murdering my partner and say it's simple? Because it is. It's the only answer. You see, it's either him or you. Or, or, or me? Uh-huh. Well, I, uh... I, I never should have gotten mixed up with you guys. Ah, but you did. Now, come on, Sable. Help me arrange a little accident for Merriweather. Oh, now, look, leave him out of it. He didn't even know I got the money from you. In fact, he doesn't, he doesn't know much about business at all. Then why is he your partner? The name! The Merriweather name! Oh, you wouldn't know about it, but Merriweather was the biggest star athlete this town ever had. Football, swimming, baseball... He was a local hero. Look, it took his name on our sign to even get the dealership in the first place. But above the eyebrows, he's no heavyweight. But he's an all right guy. Oh, good night, drink. There's got to be some other way. There has to be. Oh, and they say car dealers are heartless. It's late afternoon now, the neon signs are on, the showroom at Merriweather and Sable is brilliantly lighted, and overlooking the ten new cars on the floor in his second-story office, Paul Sable sits with his partner, Biff Merriweather. Well, Paul, how'd we do today? Oh, not bad, Biff. Uh, six new and ten new so far. Hey, pretty good. Well, the credit on a couple of them's a little uh, shaky. Oh, know. well, we'll come out of it. We always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how about a drink? Oh, you go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I think I will. I sure you won't have one? The uh, sun's past the yard arm. No. <sighs> well, okay, Boy Scout. <laughs> Uh, why don't you go home? You know, it's uh, it's past five o'clock. Oh, I just thought I'd... Well, you know, if anybody needed me... Well, we got four salesmen down there, and the shop quits at 4.30. Go on home. Hello, Paul Sable. Hello, Sable. Huh? Oh, uh, hi. Busy? No, no, we're just uh, shooting a bull with my partner. Uh-huh. 
Well, I think I got a plan worked out. Oh, well, that's great. That, that's fine. Uh, but uh, can't it we... It comes uh, to my attention that Merriweather and Sable Motors owns a company boat. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, we do. Like Thursday, tomorrow. Why don't you and your partner take the day off and go for a little cruise over to Catalina Island? Oh, over uh, to, uh, uh... Be sure you have plenty of booze on board. And see that your partner has all he wants. Get the idea? Well, look, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Leave the rest of the experts. Bon voyage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, hello? 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 What's the matter, Paul? Uh, hmm? Bad news? No, 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 Biff. Uh, say, I just had a great idea. What do you say we, uh, what do you say we take tomorrow off? The web is growing tighter around Paul Sable. He's agreed to a boat trip with his partner, knowing it will end violently for Merriweather, but how and when, he doesn't know. It's nearly 11 that same night, and Paul has hardly been pleasant company for his wife, Marion. What is it, Paul? It's nothing. For the tenth time, it's nothing. Where do you think I wouldn't understand if you That's didn't right, that's right. You wouldn't understand. Is the dealership in trouble? Oh, no. What the hell if it gave you that idea? Well, you don't have a line of mini-cars to sell. The full-size cars aren't moving too well. There's a union contract up for negotiation, and you might have a strike, and uh, your bank is hedging on flooring. All right, all right. What have you been doing, reading my mail? I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get Who it. can that be at this time of night? <clears throat> Hello? Hello, Sable. Frank, what are you calling me at this time of night for? The scenario. The, the what? The scenario. The plot for tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. Well, uh, go ahead. Your boat's a 30-foot Chris Craft and Slip 25 at the yeah. Pacific Yacht Club, right? Hey, you guys must have your own CIA. Mm, we do, all right. Now, here's what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. You leave at 8.30 in the morning and steer for Catalina. Okay. Start the booze flowing early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Merriweather goes with the silver fishes for breakfast. Oh, great. All right, so listen carefully. Okay. In the drawer where you keep the silverware in the galley, there's uh-huh. a bottle of aspirin. Only it is an aspirin. What is it? Knockout drops. Put one in his drink and watch him. When he gets sleepy, put him to bed somewhere below. Then, now understand this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut your boat speed and get in the dinghy and roll away at 9.30. In the Catalina Channel? You must be out of your mind. You know the waves there. Oh, you'll be picked up in three minutes, okay? Three minutes. Then one will report the boat to the Coast Guard. Coast Guard? Well, sure. This has got to look legit. See you tomorrow, right after 9.30. Got it? Look, I, I don't like hey, this. Tell me how you feel when you're 150 grand richer, all right? A uh, hundred and, and fifty, uh... Sure, the insurance is for a quarter of a million. You owe us a hundred G's. Yeah. That leaves a hundred fifty for you. Yeah. Sleep tight, Skipper. What's this about Catalina? Huh? I heard you say something about Catalina and the Coast Guard. Uh, oh, no, 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 uh, no, you're wrong. I didn't, uh... Oh. What? Are you going out on the boat... Well, well, yes, yes. I, I, I thought Biff needed a little vacation from business, and so do I. So I asked him to come with me tomorrow, over to Catalina. 
Then why all the secrecy? There's no secrecy, Marion. What have you got cooked up anyway? I haven't got anything cooked up. A little party, is that it? Oh, good Lord. One of those nifty little secretaries you hired? Marion. Just you and Biff and two little tramps? That's crazy. We were just going out by ourselves. Uh Uh-huh. Well, well, call Biff. Go ahead. Go ahead. Call him if you want to. Go ahead. No, no. I've got a better idea. Yeah, yeah. You and Henry Ford. I think I'll just, um... Come with you, boys, tomorrow. Huh? Honey, I wish you'd reconsider. This is no place for you. I mean, it was just going to be a little man-to-man talk, you know. Sure. I mean, when Biff sees you along, he's going to feel awfully funny. I didn't mention bringing anyone with me. Hey, Paul, Marion. Oh, there he is. There he is by the boat. Uh-huh. And uh, who is that with me? Huh? Uh, you remember Mitzi, don't you, old Marion? Switchboard operator at the dealership? Hi. We met at the company picnic. Probably. You uh, didn't say anything about bringing anyone. Uh, uh, well, neither did you. No, 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 that's right, I didn't, no. Oh, is it always this chilly down here at the ocean in the morning? I've never been here this early. Oh, well, don't worry, Mitzi, it'll warm up. Do you think the sun will come out today, Bill? Sure hope so. Yeah, it gets sunny, Uh, just a little morning overcast. I probably shouldn't have worn this little bikini. Hey, no. It looks great. What there is of it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> anyone uh, for uh, a silver fizz? Well, I've still got a little. Well, drink up. Bartender doesn't want to work all day. <laughs> oh, I'll take over if you want me to, uh, No, 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 no. Uh, the skipper has the, pra- the prog- prerogative, dear. Uh, that's that's right. Uh, skipper pours the drinks. <laughs> hey, look, at, look out there. Huh? What? With? Fog. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, probably just a little drifting in. It'll it'll burn away. Well, you're heading right into I it. I know I'm heading into it. This happens to be the Catalina Channel. And if you want to wind up on Catalina Island, you just uh, keep heading this way. It's, uh... Now, just calm down, everybody. Um, here, Mitzi, hey, hey, you, you want to steer? Oh, can I? Sure, sure, sure. Just keep the compass heading the way it is. <laughs> oh, this is a rocket. I've never steered a big boat before. Now, uh, who's uh, ready for a refill? I think we've all had enough. Nonsense, uh, Biff, my boy. You're going to die of thirst. Uh, uh, here, uh, give, me, give me a glass. Well, just one more. You've had three visits yourself, Paul. Who's counting? I'll just open this drawer and get some new spoons. Hey, you know that fog bank stretches all across the horizon? Do I just keep staring in? Uh, yeah, Mitzi, just keep the same uh, compass heading and don't worry. I don't know, Paul. This stuff is as thick as pea soup. Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be out of it in a minute. Paul, don't you think we ought to slow down a little at least? No. What time is it? I've got just nine o'clock. Ah, uh, nine o'clock. Thirty minutes to go. Oh, what am I going to do? As we said earlier, Paul Sable is a man in a bind. Nothing went as he expected. He wasn't able to get his partner alone on the boat, 
And now the deadline of 9.30 a.m. is approaching. The boat is wallowing at slow speed in a dense fog, and Paul is desperately trying to salvage what he can of the original plan given him by Brink. But how's he going to do it? And what's going to happen after 9.30 anyway? In all this fog. I just keep the same heading, Mitzi. Keep the same heading. We're not hardly moving now. I can't see a thing. Oh, look, will you all just please kindly shut up? Uh, Biff, aren't you, uh, aren't you feeling sleepy? Me? No. Our courageous captain is always thinking of his crew. Oh, shut, shut up, Marion. Just shut up. I gotta think. What time is it? My watch says, uh, 9.25. Uh, what does yours say, Biff? Yeah. About 9.25. I have an awfully dumb question to ask. Oh, save it, Mitzi. What are your plans, Paul? Shouldn't you maybe use the ship-to-shore radio? Why? What good would that do? We're not in any danger. This is right. Call somebody. Biff, I want you to have another drink. Uh Oh, no, not me. Thanks just the same. Sorry to bother you, but I just have to ask you something. Oh, sorry. All right, all right. What, what is it? Well, is it possible for a person to be seasick even if they're dry in the boat? What kind of a dumb question is that? Well, I've never heard of any boat captain getting seasick, but, oh, I think I am. Oh, good Lord. Come on with me to the head. Oh, no, no, wait, wait a minute. Hey, that's right. Uh... Look, why, why didn't I think it up before? Now, you, you, you two women, you get in the dinghy. The dinghy? Yeah, 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 and, and uh, a row uh, a little uh, away from the boat. What's the dinghy? Uh, it's that little lifeboat tied to the back of the boat, see? Uh, yeah, look, uh, we're, in, we're in some real trouble. I didn't want to tell you before, but uh, I have to. It's, um, it's all because of this uh, fog. We could be, uh, we could be rammed. Yeah, yeah, by, by even a, a freighter. So we're right in the shipping lane, so the three of us will have to get into the dinghy. And uh, one of us will have to stay on board the boat. What good will that do? Well, the dinghy only holds three people. Hey, I don't understand. Wouldn't we be just as safe if we all stayed? No, no. Uh, Marion, look, help me. Help me lower this dinghy. I think you're out of your mind. Uh, just never mind. Here, take this uh, nylon line and unhook it. You kindly explain to me what good it'll do to lower it. Shut up! Can't you for once in your life do it, I tell you? Well, what, what time is it? What do you care? It's 9.33. What's the matter, Paul? What's supposed to happen? Nothing. Nothing's supposed to happen. I mean, well, there's a chance we could get picked up by, by another boat if... Uh, it can it can find it if it can find us in this fog. Oh, you want us all to get in the back? It looks like a bathtub. Don't argue. Just get in. Here, women first. I don't Come know on. what this will prove. Come on, Missy. I'll help you. Come on, I'll help you. Will we be coming back to the big boat? Just get in. Oh, oh, there. Oh, it's wobbly. <sighs> Well, Paul, you can see there's uh, only room for one more in the dinghy. <laughs> yeah, I see. Yeah, well, uh, go on. Go on, get in. You sure? Yeah, yeah, damn it, I'm sure. Get in. 
Okay. Okay, Paul. Yeah, now we're not paddle. You've got oars in the boat. Put them through the old oxen and paddle. In. I'm all turned around. I don't know where the boat is. I'm cold. What time is it? Huh? It's, uh, just 9.35. Oh, no! The time bomb planted aboard the boat last night certainly did its job. And one of the partners of Meriwether and Sable Motors will be collecting the $250,000 insurance. And you may be sure that Brink and his boys will be around to collect their cut, even if it is from the wrong partner. The Squeeze, tonight's tale of crisis, starred Mr. Eddie Bracken as Paul Sable, with Gardner Hayes as Biff, Pat French as Marion, John Amendola as Brink, and Mary Lindsay as Mitzi, and was written and directed by yours truly, Jim French. <laughs>